Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ian Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you as we continue our journey through the NFC West. And if we don't believe that the 49ers can win the division, or we believe that it's not that good of a bet, then perhaps the place where we are going to would involve the Seattle Seahawks. And look, Joe, as far as any NFC team and analyzing any offseason, it's hard to argue that any one group had a better offseason than the Seahawks. And certainly the draft has something to do with that. But linebacker Bobby Wagner is now a Seahawk, adding some veteran leadership to that defensive unit. We're talking a lot about the offense in terms of making sure that the wide receiver position is secure. Uh, Jackson Smith, the Jigba certainly helps with that. But to me, the questions involve Geno Smith. Do you trust him to have another good year to be able to turn the Seahawks into a real contender? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> it, it was a great story last year. Good on him. Uh, you can make the argument that the change of scenery benefited Geno Smith as much as anybody. And now they're building around him. So that's how much they believe. They gave him a, a longer contract. I mean, what was it? I believe a three-year deal. And that's the question. Are you going to be able to back it up? They've been working on the offensive line. They add to the outside. Uh, they're helping him with the backfield again. You get Kenneth Walker, and he was terrific mm-hmm. last year. And then they add to it very high in the draft. So they're building around Geno. They're, they're buying into this idea. And uh, for so long, it's been the defense that has been the issue over the last couple of years. Like we've seen some rough starts out of them. And what do they do? They go out and get the best cornerback. But as far as the Geno question, I'm expecting a half step back. But I'm also not saying that I'm expecting Jets Geno Smith. And if he's in the middle of the pack, that's okay with the amount of talent that they're bringing in to that team. Yeah, so the Seahawks surrendered the eighth most points and seven most yards per game last season, even though uh, they went nine and eight. Um, Despite that, I think the Seahawks might regress a little bit but I still think they're going to be highly competitive and push for a playoff spot now who's going to be better the Niners or the Seahawks that's the big question and I think that's what the bet should be with BetMGM tonight like who makes the playoffs or who goes far further and maybe there's drinks on the line uh for Vegas Super Bowl or something like that maybe we got to get Horvy on the phone and solidify this blue face I, more blue face. <laughs> Got to walk around or, Vegas or blue with blue face. face. That See, that's going to be the hard part. That's going to be the hard part because because Horvy's going to disagree with ever with whatever his co-hosts are saying. So I don't know that he would oh. be on board of <laughs> all in on San Francisco 
and against Seattle. Like, I, I could see that being mm. something that he'd actually be in on with us. So I'm curious. We'll have to find out. Like, right. do we have a Benedict Maybe. Arnold in another show? Is that what you're implying, Joe? No, I'm just saying that he usually is not on board with their picks. <laughs> they they okay. would disagree. He's, so I'm expecting he's that to be contrarian the case. to. Either being contrarian to be contrarian, or like legitimately saying, "Guys, these are terrible takes. You, you got to move on." I, either he's, way, yeah. he's not uh, going to be on. He's not going to be in on over ten and a half. I, just from what I know with his betting. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I do I, I think, think signing you, Bobby Wagner though is really going to help address you know a lot of their concerns mm-hmm. and drafting Devin Witherspoon um, with the fifth pick. Um, to partner with Tariq Woolen. I think it's going to be, you know, I, I, I'm almost expecting more of the same, I guess. I don't think they'll be much worse, but I don't think they'll be a lot better. Be I don't right think there. they have to be a lot better. Mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. any marginal improvement defensively to where maybe it's an average unit, I think that's just fine. In fact, I look at sort of the makeup of the Seahawks and I go – if you want to bet on them to say win the NFC, I'm not stopping you. It's probably a good value play. Wow. I'm not sure I would, you know, say that they are going to, you know, go on and go to the Super Bowl. But in terms of a value process play, I, I, this, I think the Seahawks are as good of a bet as any team in the NFC. Look at the makeup of this unit. The wide receiver position might be the second best in football behind the Miami Dolphins. Geno Smith, whatever you think of him, Look, last year per next-gen stats, he led the NFL in completion percentage over expected. Part of that was completing some really difficult throws, so you give credit to Mm. Smith for that. But also, you had wide receivers who can catch some really difficult passes, and that should continue here. And even if one guy goes down, like say Lockett goes down, for instance, you still have other really good receivers who can take care of business. The backfield is going to be just fine. Kenneth Walker was amazing last year before he got hurt. Offensively, they could be in great shape even if Geno Smith regresses. And look, I think the Seahawks are a smart enough organization to say, okay, if Smith does regress a little bit, well, we have other playmakers and we have play designs that can sort of overcome that. So when it comes to what to expect from the Seahawks, look, if you have a number one offense – and an average defense, we've seen Super Bowl champions with that. Again, I don't want to go too far to say that I am gung-ho about the Seahawks and they can do whatever they want this upcoming season, but I do believe as a value play, they're probably worth a couple of dimes. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll play the other side. Why are okay. we concerned about San Francisco's travel, but not Seattle, the only team that is traveling more than San Francisco? And late in the season, there is a brutal stretch, as bad of a stretch as I've seen with any team schedule. Weeks mm. 12 through 15, Niners at Dallas, at Niners, Eagles. And then if you look uh, tougher games outside of the division, they do have the Lions, the Bengals, and the Ravens this season. Hmm. That's a good, good point. Because even – I don't know if people realize how far Seattle is from, like, everything. <laughs> Seattle to San Francisco, that flight alone is, like, two and a half hours. It's just so far away from anything whenever you have to travel. 
I, I do wonder, though, is it that way every year? And perhaps one of the reasons why Seattle right. is one of the better home field advantages is just because teams have to travel a considerable distance to get there. But it's not like Seattle doesn't have these problems every single year. And they've had great seasons despite having really brutal itineraries. So I look at that and say, if, if any organization knows how to prepare for that, it would be the Seahawks. So, you know, granted, I think, you know, the concerns for the 49ers schedule is there. Seahawks, it's certainly there as well. But the bye week thing for the 49ers, that's why I think fading is more appropriate compared with, say, the Seahawks. Where, yeah, they, they do have to travel a lot. But it's not like they're put at disadvantageous positions. I did not have uh, in on the Niners, arguably, to win the division. I'd rather in, in on the Seahawks one year after the trade. Like, this was supposed to set them back. Like, that was the idea, right? Oh, my God, they're trading Russell Wilson. And Pete Carroll mm. couldn't get it done fast enough. And look at where <laughs> these two organizations are. I'm buying into Denver. But I'm also buying into it because of the change, because of all the money that they had to give Sean Payton <laughs> to come in and clean up the mess. Now, Seattle, they're going to have another year. I, I think where they're above 500. They went 9-8 and eight last year, and that was exceeding expectations. And the win total is 8.5. It's juiced to the over. I think it's going to happen again. This is one of those spots where I would do an alt over. Like to what? I'd go nine over nine and a half. See them at least okay. double yeah. digit win. Mm-hmm. And, and and also too, and I'd have to look at the numbers to sort of figure this out. But you know, ten wins in this division could be a winner. But I think oftentimes historically, like if you're sort of adjusting for now a seventeen game regular season, why not look at say ten and a half or eleven and a half? Because if you believe that the Seahawks will win the division. What number will they get to to clinch it? It could be 11 mm-hmm. and 6, 12 and 5. And that might be a bigger yeah. payout if you're already operating under that assumption that they'll win the division. Mm-hmm. I got like, to, obviously, you want to be responsible and not anyone? go nuts. But yeah. What's that, Joe? Does the, two, does the two to one surprise anyone? Did anyone think the number would be higher because of the perception of these two teams, especially that the Niners are far and away the best team in the West? Hmm. You think, Aaron? Mm. Or is that about right? I thought it'd be a little I, bit I think it feels maybe like 350. Yeah. I thought it should be a little bit longer um, this, this morning when I looked at it again, but mm-hmm. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Okay. <laughs> of course you didn't. Yeah. Uh, we move on I, to I the Rams? <laughs> yeah, are let's call, move on are, to the are they Rams. winning the division? Are they winning the division? Does anybody have that? Yes. Okay. It's good. Yes. Yes. I don't love the Absolutely two to one, I but I, I do like it. Yeah. I agree. Right. It's the best number you're going to get. Like, I don't, I don't think we should be waiting on news or, you know, first couple of weeks or anything to say, okay, now the Seahawks, now that's a bet. Like, I think if you're going to do it, do it now. Um, I, I don't see waiting really helping you. At least I don't think. In fact, like I could yeah. see things narrowing a little bit, and maybe this is the best number you're going to get because you look at the first couple of games for the Seahawks. I mean, you may see some great offensive performances, and you may not see that from the 49ers, even if they're winning their games. 
So yeah, I, I think probably the best number is going to be now if you're going to pounce on it. So mention that the 49ers have to play four games against teams coming off of bye weeks. The Rams also have that same curse. And the other curse that they have is that, yeah, they picked up 14 players in the draft, but they lost some free agents and their superstar players, Joe, are getting long in the tooth. Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, they all regressed. And it's not just because of injury. Even then, when they were on the field, they did not look like how they performed when they won the Super Bowl. And not to say that Aaron Donald isn't a great edge rusher. I mean, you know, even a, a slight regression for him, he's still one of the best in the NFL. But when it came to Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup, like you did see a bit of a fall off. And I think part of it too was the lack of options elsewhere as far as the passing game is concerned. But if these guys are just naturally getting older, then at some point the Rams may have to bite the bullet and have just another lackluster season. Yeah, I know. He just signed that four for 160 contract in Stafford. He got three more years of this. And at 35 years old, I'm at the point, and I wonder if his family is at the point. What, what is the point? <laughs> what, how much longer do we have to keep doing this? Because last year it was concussion in November, and then they called it a spinal cord bruise, and then he's out for the year. That's serious. He's made all his money. When you think about it, his time with the Lions as well, he's got his ring. A uh, couple years ago, uh, you know, over the last couple of years, even before that, before the head injury and the spinal cord injury, it was ribs and it'd be an ankle and it'd be his back and it'd be his thumb. And let's repeat it again. So I, I wonder how much longer Matthew Stafford's going to play. It wouldn't surprise me if he ends up retiring before uh, completing this contract, before they can get out of that deal. Uh, so that's my big concern. Like I, for people that aren't all in on fading the Rams, the argument is Stafford Cup, but that's it. But if there's no Stafford part, what do you think of this team? I fully agree because that's really the only optimism when you look at this team is Stafford and Cup. I mean, running game, bad. Defensive line, bad. <laughs> like, it, maybe even the entire defense. It's just, like, not a lot to look forward to with this Rams team. And if Stafford isn't healthy, Cup's not healthy, I don't really know what they have. I mean, the it, it seems like an eternity that they won the Super Bowl, and that was only two years ago. It's It's been bad mm -hmm. for them all around. Here's my one thing, though, when it comes to, say, a bet that the Rams will have the worst regular season record. Obviously, the Cardinals, which we'll get to later in the show, uh, you know, have the shortest odds as far as that's concerned. But if you think the Rams will have the worst record, the one concern that I have there is some of the best head coaches in the history of the NFL, they don't have really bad seasons. They'll have lackluster seasons, maybe even sub-500 years, but they don't have really bad campaigns and if you believe that Sean McVay is one of the better head coaches going he'll find some way to cobble together five to six to seven wins I don't know how he'll do it with this group but the best minds find a way to keep it interesting Joe yep I I certainly agree with you I it's funny 
to watch uh, to look at a list of changing offensive coordinators. People mention the Rams. I'm like, get out of here. There's no change at offensive <laughs> coordinator for the Rams. Right. The, the same guys running it. This is Becky yeah. All Daily presented by BetMGM. We'll get to the Arizona Cardinals later in the program, but in the meantime, it's time to revisit World Series futures as we approach the All-Star break. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.